What if it wasn't either or? What if you could be a great mom and have a great business? There are lots of paths to success and we get to do it differently. Welcome to the Both And Podcast. Hey there, this is the Both And Podcast and I'm your host Priscilla Smith. Have you heard the story? Have you bought into the idea that you can only be a great mom or have a great business? Or have you felt yourself pulled, stretched thin because you were trying to do it all in a way that came from a place of hustle and not a place of rest? Is that you at all? (laughs) Does it resonate? Today I'm going to tell you my story. Today's episode one and I'm going to tell you my story of how um, I wrestled with this from the get-go, from when, from the time that I was a little girl watching my family and how our dynamic was to the point where I was like, no more. I do not buy into this narrative anymore and I'm ready for a change. few disclaimers. Of course, um, if you are a stay-at-home mom and you're happy there, living, like thriving in it, please, this is not the podcast for you. You can move on. Um, this is the podcast for the woman who is doing both or wants to do both and is trying to figure out what, how, how how do I do this well? Because let's be honest, there's not a whole lot of people doing this in a way that looks like, oh yeah, I want to do more of that. So that is where I'm coming from. Another disclaimer is that I do not claim to do it well. I am on a path. I just recently came to the conclusion that I no longer wanted to buy into the narrative that I could only have one or the other. So I'm on a on a challenge to figure this out with you. Um, the next episodes will be de- more dedicated to that, or just kind of diving deep into what does that look like, really? Then, if this is not the way, if I if it's not an either or situation, what does it look like to have both end? All right. So here we go. Hi, I was born in Brazil. And both my parents worked uh, outside the home. My dad was a doctor. My mom was a professor in the nursing school, or was at the time. And they both worked full-time. That was the the home that I was brought in. Um, They were both in the beginning of their careers, meaning that they were hustling hard, particularly my dad, just working really hard to get his practice established and all the things. Um, So, yeah, yeah. there was not a really good example to me of balance, like work-life balance. It was work, 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 and life just sort of happened in the in-betweens in my, in my family. My mom did at some point in my childhood go to working just part-time. Um, but at the time, she was like caring for a sick sister and then later on to her elderly parents. So really, she still was carrying on a full load. Now, granted, we were in Brazil. She had a house helper, which helped with a lot of the things. Um, but to be completely transparent, I felt not seen in that in that chaos. Um, they were good, loving parents, and I love them <laughs> to death. I did not hold them like, you know, there's no grudge against it. That's just my story, and it's part of what I had to grapple with. Um as I became a mom myself. So fast forward to when I became a mom in 2010, um, we were living overseas at the time, away from family, away from community. Like it was just me and my husband. My husband traveled a lot for work and um, motherhood, although like loving and caring for my baby came easily. Like I just, that was a really easy part. The parts about grappling with what kind of mom I wanted to be, or even like, what does that look like for my career was very messy and muddy. 
And I'll walk you through that in a little bit. Um, but just to give you like understanding my story of where I came from with like hustling parents that had very little time to see me being the middle child too. Um, there was one thing that I knew for sure. And that is that I wanted to be a very present mom. I wanted to be there for my children. I did not want it to be late to pick up for things. I wanted to show up for all the things that is a value of mine to this day. And it stems from that childhood trauma, if you will. Um, so when I became a mom in that context of being away from everybody in a small town in a foreign country, I really just had to grapple with that, with my identity and who I was. I mean, there was just so much going on there. Now, I am a believer. I love Jesus. This is not necessarily a Christian podcast, but I, I come from that lens and I can't walk away from it. So just be aware of that. Um, but when I um, started to navigate what it meant to be a mom and, and, and to work, I had to kind of come to terms with the type of mom that I wanted to be, who I was, just as. Let's backtrack a little bit. I am a teacher by trade and I taught for 45 years before we moved overseas. And then while we were there and I was pregnant, I was also teaching very in a very part-time way because I was trying to learn Turkish at the same time. After I had my kid, I continued teaching, but it was just really, really hard to manage childcare and, and there, there was just a lot going on. So I actually stopped teaching altogether for a solid year or two. During that time, I found a book called The Mission of Motherhood uh, by Sally Clarkson. And in that book, she really talked about, I will never forget it, there's this one part of the book where she describes herself. She was in Vienna at the time as a first time mom. And she realized, hey, I can just put my child in a stroller and go to the museums that I like to go. And we can have tea together. And we can do the things that she enjoyed doing as a human being before she became a mom and mother from that place of who God made her to be. And that was just such an easy concept, but it was such a revelation to me of understanding that God gave me my be my babies, my children, for me to mother them, not somebody else. And the way that I was going to mother them as an expat, as a Brazilian expat who married an American, was living in another, in another country, um, that I was going to come from that place, right? So that was transformative in and of itself, and it changed the, the trajectory in how I parented and how I became a mom because I could show up fully. And in showing up fully, I was able to see my child, right? I wasn't so concerned. It, it was less and less about me and how that made me look, that kind of, you know, if that child had a tantrum, it was not about me and how, you know, how that made me look as a mom, but it was about my child and I could see him and I could really just engage with him in that moment, right? There was just so much that I was able to, to, to do once I figured that out, that it wasn't about me or how that made me look, but it was parenting from a place of just, this is who I am, this is how God made me, these are my core values, this is how I'm gonna parent. So that that's my parenting philosophy in a nutshell. But that gives you an idea of kind of where I had found myself in. Fast forward to a few years later, we, my son at this point is three years old. We moved to a different city, same country. 
and um, he's about to start preschool. So I volunteered to start teaching at his school. It was a Montessori school, so I got certified and felt like that was just really the place um, to kind of put my career in. Again, still very part-time. I had no interest in uh, working full-time at that time. Because again, I was coming from that place that I thought in order for me to be just a really awesome mama, I cannot do both. I'm only going to do one, not the other. Um, and no regrets there. I, I, you know, we, we, what we knew at the time, that was what I knew at the time. And that's what I did. I became pregnant with my second baby, my girl. And after I had her, um, parenting from that place of like who I was, became a lot harder because I couldn't just strap two children. My husband traveled a lot, like I said. I couldn't just strap two children and go around town on adventures. Um, this is a mega city um, anymore. It wasn't that simple anymore, right? So I just started just, just kind of stay in our neighborhood and just kind of do the same things that we did. And that just wasn't cutting it for my creative energy. Personally, I am somebody who's always been extremely creative Ever since I was a little girl, I have a lot of that energy that comes through. And when I stop creating, <laughs> when I stop putting that energy into something very intense, it harms my family. I don't show up my best for my family. That is me. Now, some of you might be like, no, this is the opposite for me when I'm feeling spread thin. That's when I, that's fine. I'm selling, sharing my story with like zero judgment for other people's story. I hope you understand that. So I realized that I read a book called Where'd You Go Bernadette, which is not a parenting book at all, but it's, an, it's a fiction book um, about a mom who was a famous architect and let go of her career to dedicate to her children. Again, absolutely no judgment there. But by the time that child was 14, 15, she had stopped creating altogether, this mom. And she became a menace to society. The, the quote from the book is, when you're not creating, you're a menace to society. And uh, that kind of pretty much describes to me when I was not having creative pursuits, I was a menace to my family um, in a metaphorical way, meaning that I was just very intense and it was just not good for anybody. So I started some um, side hobbies, uh, kind of following into a passion that I had of fashion and style at the time and started an Instagram account and just sort of exploring that. 2017 came along and we moved to, to the US. Now it was moving back for my husband, but it was moving to the US for me, back for me too because I had lived in the US before, but it was really like a brand new country for my children. Even though this is their passport country, um, they had never lived here before they had come and visited. America was vacation for them, not home. And it was a rough transition for my kiddos. And I wanted to be, I had to be fully present for them. And I wanted them to feel seen and supported during such a tender time in their lives. Um, my son was eight at the time and we've talked about this, so I feel comfortable sharing, but it was a very, um, very significant time in his life. It was eight years that all he knew was his home in this country where we lived in. And then all of a sudden, it's no longer, that's not home anymore. All of his friends, everything that he knew, his urban lifestyle, we were living in suburban America, small town, everybody drives a van. Things was just really, really different. So 
um, we, as a family, we decided, my husband and I decided that homeschooling was the best option for us to kind of help them transition. We found a great hybrid school program that was just the right fit where they would go to school twice a week, be home with me the other three days, and that felt good and aligned. It aligned also with our family values of wanting to be a family that can travel and that can just kind of go back to Brazil, where I'm from, whenever we want to, and just have a little bit more flexibility with just kind of how we run our schedule, just have a little bit more stay in how we run our schedule. And that that's why we decided that. That being said, America is expensive. I had to figure out a way to supplement our income in a way that still allowed for flexibility, but of course that didn't require me to get out of the house. So I started a business. It had a, it had a long time, long, it had been a long time coming. I always wanted to do something like that. And I started a, a, a business uh, representing uh, the company Beauty Counter, which is a clean beauty company. And it felt so aligned and so right. Um, and I could say that the rest is history, but it's not. I found myself wanting to grow this awesome opportunity so that our family could have more means so that you know we could do all these things that we wanted to do actually travel like do the extra things that at the time we couldn't do while at the same time i still wanted to show up fully for my family what i found myself in is that particularly in the industry that i'm in which is the direct retail industry but i think in general is that us women have fallen into the footsteps of men who have succeeded we fall into their idea of what it what the path to success is or their ways of building a company or building a successful uh, network marketing business however most of them have done this while not being the primary caretaker of their children there's nothing wrong with that i'm not judging them like they 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 did it they did it in their own way the mistake was for me to think that those were that was the only way to do it, which means a lot of hustle, a lot of hours, and it meant that there were certain things that I wasn't willing to negotiate. Uh, I was not willing, as previously stated by my childhood trauma, I was not willing to give up time with my children to build this business. And so I thought, okay, that's it. My business is always going to be just slightly mediocre because you know, being a mom is for, first and foremost more important. Being a wife, a present, loving wife that, you know, listens to my husband. I am not talking about house, household chores or anything like that. It's not what I'm saying. I'm literally just talking about the presence, like being able to be there for my children and that kind of thing. So we will touch on household chores and the vision of labor and all of that on another podcast. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but that's just going back to my story so if we found ourselves in this situation where um we're following there there's only one path that's when the both end the either or come in like well you can't unless your children are going to school full-time you're not going to have time to build this business in a way that will be successful like quickly um and at some point i got on the verge of burnout um and just not not even on the verge of burnout, but just kind of like I'm fed up with the story. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. How how did we get here? How who who tells me 
how I get to know this. What story is this that I am telling myself that now I'm propagating that my children are watching me and they're thinking, oh yeah, mom can't build a big business because she's got us and we're getting in the way of that big business. Or vice versa, right? Mom can't build a big business because we're here and or like mom is neglecting us because she wants to build this big business. That's not what I want either. So I just started to question the narrative. Like what if there is another way? And I know I'm not the first one that questions this. There's a few other people that few other whispers on the internet that I keep hearing it. And I just started to lean into more of that. The first thing that had to go for me was the hustle mentality. Um, when I understood that there is, I can still grow my business without hustling and working from a place of rest. We get into that in some other episodes. I, it changed the game for me, but really the game really changed the day that I decided what if we can do this differently so that our children watching us can be like, Oh, that feels good. Just recently I read an article on the Atlantic that, pi, that parents during the pandemic um, decided, I mean, dads during the pandemic, that's the word I'm looking for, um, dads during the pandemic actually realized how, how little work-life balance they had before pre-pandemic when they were able to stay home and just kind of be there for little moments uh, with their children. They were missing out so much on that because this inflexible culture of hustle that you got to show up and you got to work hours and hours and hours on end is the only path to productivity is the only path to success that's that's my story so I find myself here it's been about six months since I've started to challenge this narrative and things have changed significantly just over Christmas I was able to unplug almost entirely from my business and just focus on being in Brazil with my family with my kids um, and things have really started to shift now this does not mean that I just like completely ignore my business as previously stated both are needed uh, for me to feel really really good in the world um, but at the same time and when I say feel really really good means I you know both are needed for us to fulfill like fulfill these core values of ours that we have as a family my husband and I have of, of traveling, of having a more flexible lifestyle where we can travel and see family and just kind of go back and forth. And just even like simple opportunities to be able to provide our kids like um, gymnastics class or a basketball. Those are things that before I started my business, I could not afford. We cannot afford. So uh, being able to contribute financially so that we could have these opportunities has really changed the game for us. Um, so anyways, this is the Both End Podcast. I hope you join me. Um, next week, we're going to be talking a, a lot about just what are some things that we can do to kind of nix hustle from our lifestyle and just be able to work from a place of rest. I'm a newbie at this. I'm still learning, but I cannot wait to share the things that I am learning. Thank you so much for joining. Share this with a mama who's trying to do the same here, who's wanting to challenge this narrative or maybe it's somebody who wants to start a business but won't because she thinks, well, this will really make me a bad mom or vice versa. They really want to um, dedicate themselves to their children, but they think, well, I, I can't because I have to build this business. Whichever place they are, if you think that they would resonate with us, will you share them with them, share this with them so that um, we can help spread the word and really start changing the culture 
um, around this. Thank you so much and have a great day.